This is Chaos King. Anyways, uh, I just had a contest on my page, and it, uh, it said if you can pin the tail on my craziest fucking ex, then you'd win $50. So anyway, I'm going to tell a backstory about my craziest fucking experience ever with a chick. Now, <laughs> this girl, I met her on Facebook years ago. And she looked so fucking innocent. Um, the way she talked, everything about her was alluring. I mean, it was just fucking phenomenal the way that this girl spoke, the way she acted. Uh, she was, if you looked at her profile, and it was so clean and natural and fucking pure and just, I mean, this girl, you would think she was a fucking a saint, you know, and uh, so she was actually living in Menlo Park, California, and at the time, I was tattooing in New York City, and I had met her on Facebook, and we started talking back and forth, back and forth, and uh, she was like, come see me, come see me, come see me, she just kept on, I was like, all right, you know what, fuck it, I've taken chances so many times, you, I might as well go to Menlo Park, so... I flew in to San Jose, California, and took a bus from the airport to the bus station downtown. Well, San Jose was right next to Menlo Park. Well, as I'm sitting there waiting, uh, she finally pulls up, and I fell more in love with her. Even though I hadn't been with her sexually, anything like this, when she pulls up, she was driving a beat-up fucking Honda Civic. This motherfucker was rattling, making so many noises, and uh, she jumped out of the car, and uh, just her appearance was, it was a godsend. I ain't gonna lie to you. She was just gorgeous. Uh, this beautiful fucking creature jumping out of this broken down fucking Honda Civic. And I thought to myself immediately, this girl is so humble, you know? Um, because she was pretty enough to get anything in the fucking world she wanted. I'm not stupid by far. And I know that women can work themselves and get whatever they want with just their fucking looks. And uh, here this girl was driving this fucking car. All the windows will roll down. I grab my bag. She runs over and jumps on me and hugs me and starts kissing me. And uh, it was just so fucking welcoming. So uh, I put my, car, my bags in the car and I got in. And it was so fucking hot, I'll never forget it. Just fucking boiling hot in San Jose. And uh, she said, I'm sorry, but my air conditioner don't work in my car. It ain't worked in four or five years. And I said, no, that's all right. And uh, I said, where do you want to stay? I said, we can go get a motel and I'll pay for it or whatever. And she was like, no, I'm going to treat you. She said, I asked you to come here. I want to take care of you. And I was like, okay. 
So she takes me downtown to this raggedy-ass fucking motel in San Jose. They didn't even have fucking air conditioners in these rooms. You had to actually go to the front fucking desk and rent a goddamn fan to put in the windows. Well, anyway, we go up there and rent a fucking fan, bring it back, put the fan in the window. And uh, she goes, I need you to do me a favor. And I was like, yeah, what is that? She said, I want you to stand outside and wait for me. I'm going to get ready for you because I want to make love to you. And I was like, okay. So I'm standing outside watching all these people dealing crystal meth and all this other fucking crazy shit. I'm talking about we were in the middle of fucking the hood. And I don't even know how to describe this place. It was just like, it was nasty. Um, I mean, I was raised rough. And I, I didn't mind staying in this place, but it was a rough place. If you get money, you, you don't want to fucking stay in this place if you got any kind of money at all. I think the rooms were like $25 or something and $3 an hour, whatever the fucking rate was. But anyways, I'm standing outside and uh, it just seemed like it was taking fucking forever. So about 35, 40 minutes later, I hear her come to the window and yell out where the fan was. And it distorted her voice, and she sounded like a fucking robot. I'll never forget it. And she said, come in, baby. And I was like, okay. So I opened the fucking motel room door, and it looked like it was a fucking filming of a Madonna video, like a virgin. There was these little teacup candles lit all over this whole goddamn room. I don't even know where she had them. Don't care, but this whole fucking room was lit up with these little bitty fucking candles all over it. Well, she was wearing this white see-through negligee fucking bodysuit. And she had a white upside-down cross on her neck. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? So anyways, we started kissing. She throws me on the fucking bed. And she looks at me as serious as I've ever seen any girl look at me. And she said... I want you to fuck me, you son of a bitch. And I was like, what the fuck? So I start fucking eating her pussy, fucking her, whatever. And she said, is that all you got, motherfucker? And she fucking punches me in the fucking face. Well, the next thing I fucking know, I'm like, what the fuck? So I grab her by her fucking throat, and she fucking punches me in the fucking face. And next thing I know, my fucking nose is just fucking bleeding everywhere. I'm bleeding all over top of her. And I'm like, I rolled off the top of her, and she gets on top of me, and she starts licking the blood from my fucking face. And this bitch fucking went to fucking town. I mean, when we got done, it looked like a bunch of fucking Iranians done slaughtered some fucking sheep up in this motel room. I'm talking about just nasty, bloody, fucking crazy fucking sex. So anyways, we moved from that motel to another one because I just couldn't fucking stay in that motel. So we're staying in this motel. And all we're doing is having normal lovemaking sex now. We're not doing nothing fucking crazy. And I'm like, where did this chick go that did all this fucking crazy shit? Now she wants me to just make love to her. And uh, it was the weirdest fucking experience. And we never, out of our relationship, ever fucking had sex like that again. But anyways, her mother kept calling her phone. And... Uh, one night she said, hey, um, my mom wants to meet you. And I was like, okay. So her mom was going to come into San Jose, which is just right up the fucking street from Menlo Park. And uh, she's going to take us out to eat. And I was like, all right. 
So we go up to Guy Fury's restaurant. You know the guy with the fucking white hair, spiky and shit. But uh, we get to this fucking restaurant. We're standing outside and she's smoking. And we're waiting for her mom to pull up. And as we're sitting there waiting, I see this brand new... This brand new fucking Bentley pull up. And she said, oh my God, brace yourself. Here's my mother. And I'm like, what? And I look at the fucking Bentley. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is... These cars are hundreds of thousands of dollars, and she's driving a fucking Honda Civic. What, what's, the fuck, what's wrong with this fucking picture? And we're staying in some fucking $25 fucking motel. So anyway, we get in the restaurant, and her mother was just as pleasing as she was. Just so fucking humble, welcoming, the whole nine yards. And she was like, Jules, her name was Juliet. Um, she was like, Jules, why are y'all staying in a motel? You can stay at my house. I know y'all are in love and y'all are going to be together and y'all are going to have sex. I don't know why you just don't stay at my house. And Julie said, well, I just thought that we should have our own time and we don't want to take advantage of you. And her mom goes, well, you're not going to take advantage of me. You can come stay at my house. I'm fixing to go up and finish writing my book. Well, this told me that she was a writer. Well, anyways, we get to this woman's house and, and... this woman lived in a probably four or five million dollar home right beside Facebook in Menlo Park, California. Well, anyways, we're staying there. And the next thing I know, Juliet gets fucking pregnant. Well, her mom, a backstory about her mom, her mom is the one that wrote the movies Dazed and Confused and School of Rock. So her mom was worth millions of dollars. And Juliet was so humble, which made me fall in love with this girl more and more and more because she wasn't materialistic at all. She wanted to go to flea markets. She wanted to do all this other stuff. So one day I asked her mom, me and her mom was sitting there talking, and I was like, hey, I have a serious question. You have all this money. Why is Juliet driving an old Honda Civic? And she was like, you know what? Juliet's drove that car ever since she was young. She bought her first car, which was that car, and she's kept that fucking car ever since. I've offered to buy her any car she wanted, and she won't do it. She won't let me give her any kind of money or anything. Well, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is the perfect fucking woman. She don't want any money. She didn't want anything from me but fucking love and crazy, craziness, whatever the fuck she had going on. Well, the next thing I know, me and Juliet get pregnant. So she gets pregnant. We go to the doctor, and it was a real deal pregnancy. And something in her mind just flipped. She started acting really fucking crazy, bipolar, running around the house, fucking trying to stab me, trying to stab herself in the stomach. I couldn't take it anymore. I was pretty much like, you know, I got to leave because I don't want her to hurt herself or hurt the baby or whatever. So it's just best if I left and then maybe she would come to her senses and then we would work things out and, and go on about that. Uh About four or five weeks later, I'm in San Bernardino, California, and I get served papers for a restraining order. I'm like, why am I getting a fucking restraining order? And sure enough, it was from Jules. Well, this restraining order told me that I can't have any contact with her or anything else. So the next day, I get a phone call from Jules. And she said, I'll tell you what, if you'll come home, I'll fucking drop the restraining order. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. She's like, you better come home right now or I'm going to kill this fucking baby, you piece of fucking shit. And I was like, what? And so now she starts threatening the kid. So 
I'm like, okay. So I said, I'll tell you what, Jules, don't, don't hurt yourself or hurt the baby. And I'm feeling sorry for her now. And I'm like, I'm coming back right now. She's like, you better be here in the fucking next day. I'm like, all right. So I get on a fucking bus and I start driving to fucking San Jose again. I get to San Jose. I said, okay, I'm, I'm here. She meets me at fucking San Jose again and says, guess what? I killed your fucking baby and spit in my fucking face and turned around and fucking walked off. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? And she said, yeah, you just broke your fucking restraining order, bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I got my ass up out that motherfucker and I had to hire fucking attorneys and everything to get me out of that bullshit. But that's probably one of the craziest fucking women I've ever dated in my life. So if you picked... The girl with the red hat in the bottom right-hand corner, then you won the $50. And the first person that, uh, the first person that guessed that was Tiffany Nicole. So congratulations, Tiffany Nicole. You won, baby.